welcome to Maternal Natural Health, the podcast, the show that is for women who have experienced birth trauma, postnatal depression or anxiety, and who want to come out the other side and feel like themselves again. I believe that every mother deserves to feel their best, have their body autonomy respected, and most importantly, feel confident to expand their family and have a more positive experience. I'm your host, Rihanna, a bachelor-qualified naturopath and mum to two boys, where each week I will explore different topics related to mental health, self-care, and healing to help you overcome your birth trauma and enjoy motherhood again. I'll have guests who will help shed light on their own experiences so you can learn from their insights too and discover new ways to take care of yourself and your family naturally. We do things differently around here and I know deep down you desire that too. So let's break generational patterns and live our life more holistically filled with joy and fun. Welcome back to another episode. I am so glad that you're joining me today. Today we're going to jump straight into it, right? And I'm going to talk about postpartum depression. Now, just a disclaimer, disclaimer that this isn't medical advice. And I urge you, if you're listening to this and you know that you might be suffering, your next step is to head to your GP, let them know and have a mental health care plan set up. I'm going to leave in the show notes some resources and support services that can help you in taking that next step. And we will talk about some things that you can do now. You can literally start now as well in this episode. So before we begin, I actually want to talk about the word postpartum because so often this can be misconstrued. It can be tied up in ways that it really shouldn't be. And by definition, postpartum simply means following the birth of a baby, right? So that can be really open for interpretation. And I like to say that postpartum is truly forever, right? Any time period after the birth of a baby is postpartum and that can be forever. So when we wrap up this word and restrict it with a timeline, we're doing mothers a disservice because this can mean mothers might not reach out because they think, oh, like it's been, you know, six months since I had my baby. This might not be postpartum depression. Like either way, you're not feeling your best. Either way, you're not feeling who you are you are feeling differently you want to feel better you're experiencing something else and so I feel like it can be really a disadvantage diagnosing postpartum depression when we put you know timeline on it when we put timing saying that it's you know only after birth and you know this can sometimes be confused with the baby blues and so this is usually something that only lasts a day or so around day three after birth our hormones go crazy and you cry for most of the day I know that has been my experience with my births and like that's okay but depression postpartum depression is when these symptoms are starting to last longer and why I am so passionate about this saying postpartum is forever is because of my own personal experience and in being diagnosed well after what you would consider the normal time range, right? So usually to be diagnosed, you need to fill out a questionnaire and it's asking you how you felt in the last seven days. So I will link these to in the show notes um, with a wonderful blog checklist by the Panda organization that can help you identifying where you're at and help you out with further steps if you feel like you're experiencing postpartum depression. So let's 
talk about the symptoms, right? So I've kind of just taken this from my personal experience and from the questions they ask you in the questionnaire that they will say, do this and let's see what you've got, right? So you might not be finding enjoyment in things that once made you laugh. You feel like you've got nothing to look forward to and you're not excited about things that are coming up for you in the future. You might blame yourself unnecessarily when things go wrong. You could feel anxious and worried for no reason, feeling scared or panicked again for no reason. You feel like everything is getting on top of you. You're having difficulty sleeping because you're just so unhappy. You're feeling sad or miserable. You've been crying a lot. You might have had thoughts of self-harm. And this is if this is the case, stop listening right now. Go and get some support. Go and tell somebody how you're feeling. Get get an appointment with your GP, okay? We don't need to muck around with this. You really matter. And if you're feeling like that, it's time to get help. And I know from my own experience, you know, I felt a lot of those things. I felt really alone. Like, just basic self-care tasks of taking a shower was really difficult. I felt like I was no use to my family. You know, financial stress, all these other stresses, moving. Like, I felt like I was just drowning. And... Yeah, so unfortunately, as I said, about postpartum depression can sort of look like being diagnosed within the first 12 months of having your baby. However, for me personally, it wasn't until my children were well closer to two. And that's why I'm so passionate about postpartum being forever, okay? I knew I was struggling in that first 12 months, especially the first time. I was definitely not coping at all, but I didn't tell anyone. Okay, I pretended I was okay. I didn't let myself feel my feelings. I buried them. It was like an underlying shame that I wasn't a good mom if I had postpartum depression, which is so far from the truth. And it doesn't discriminate. And I'll talk about this in other episodes because there are so many other underlying factors that contribute to you having a higher risk of developing postnatal depression in the first place. And this is what I'm so passionate about, helping women who have experienced it in the past do better this time, to have a more positive experience when and if they decide to have more children. And so this even, you know, makes me question if postpartum depression is actually something that exists or is it just a label that we have given mothers who were probably considered like lunatics or something back in the day when they just thought we were all crazy, right? Because for me, it's really the struggle with the transition to motherhood, which is called matrescence. And when I discovered that word and discovered that process, like it felt like everything clicked for me. I was like, I didn't have postpartum depression. Like maybe I was just going through matrescence and we definitely are going to cover that in another episode. So what can we do if you're experiencing postnatal depression if you think you are I'm going to talk to you about my five daily rituals here and this is something I teach my clients this is something we go through in my programs and working together one-on-one these are the things that I do every day to feel my best so that I can show up for my kids this happiest version of me feeling like I've got meaning and purpose in my life and they are so simple right I think that's where we go wrong a lot is we try to overcomplicate things and that does us no good. The easiest way to start 
start something new is to have it stack it to something that you already do, right? So if, if doing these five things feels like too much for you, don't do them all. Choose one, choose the easiest one that you can have it stacked to something. And I'll give you examples of that as we talk through them. And you know, so do that for a week and then add the next one and your body will feel so grateful. But also like you can knock out these rituals first thing in the morning and set yourself up to feel so good for the day that everything just starts to become easier and you just keep having win after win and this beautiful cascade of positivity, right? So let's dive into them. Firstly, you need to have daily self-connection, right? This is where you're going to sit down with a journal and for just five minutes, right? And I want you to write down a few key things. One of those things is knowing where you are in your menstrual cycle. If you were having a period after having your baby, knowing where you are is key. (laughs) And it is so, so powerful simply knowing where you are in your menstrual cycle, right? So taking note of that because you can reflect on that when you know about your cycle, right? And then... Another thing we like to write is a gratitude list. So what things are you grateful for today? Sometimes this can be really hard at first. And sometimes I like to keep it really simple. I'm grateful for a new day, right? I'm grateful for the beautiful sun shining today. Keep it as simple as you can, right? And then I like to write down some affirmations that I'm working on, you know, for myself or for my business, for my mindset. These are just little, like, sentences that help you to become the woman and the mother that you desire to be, right? So, for example, a few of mine right now that reflect my values and how I want to show up is that I am a calm and present mother. I find enjoyment in motherhood. I am the master of my own emotions, This is this daily moment to myself, connecting to myself, reminding myself of who I want to show up as and writing out action steps to support myself where I'm at. So I'll give you a little example here, right? So let's say you're on day 24 of your menstrual cycle, so you know your period's coming, right? You might be then feeling really low in energy. And so normally you might head out for a walk to the park or you might take your kids somewhere but you know that's probably not going to be supportive right now that's probably going to end in you spiraling right you're going to be just so overwhelmed because that's where you're at in your cycle like that's actually perfectly normal for where you're at so imagine if you didn't take that time in the morning to go okay where am I at what should I do today right make it easier for yourself this is making life easy that's what I'm all about is making my motherhood Making each day easier. It doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be busy. Like, take that all away. And what can you do to make it easier? How can you support yourself, right? Rather than just suffering and pushing through, honoring yourself and honoring your body. Okay? So, our next daily ritual can you guess? It's one of the simplest things is hydration okay girl your life will change when you are well hydrated and starting with you know getting two liters of water a day is a really great start and if that's really too hard let's start really simple by having a herbal tea before bed 
having a glass of water in the morning before you have coffee, having a bone broth, this all counts towards hydration, not coffee. Coffee doesn't count towards hydration. It is dehydrating you. For every one cup of coffee, you need two cups of water to rehydrate yourself, right? So that's why I really recommend at least having one glass before you have your coffee in the morning and that coffee you're having after breakfast, okay? That is how you thrive. That is how you start thriving in motherhood is respecting your body and honoring it, okay? The next thing we want to focus on, our next daily ritual, is getting some sunshine and fresh air. Simple again. I know, but this is going to give you a boost of vitamin D, which is vital for your mental health. This was something I was deficient in um, the first time I was diagnosed with postpartum depression, okay? This is nature's medicine. It's for a reason. The sun is beautiful. Get out in the morning sun. And again, make this as easy or as difficult as you like, right? Checking back in with yourself and your body. So if we're with our example of day 24 of your menstrual cycle, right, today we're just going to go and sit out in the backyard, put out a mat just for like five minutes, get some sunshine and fresh air, Bob can do some tummy time, okay? Take your journal out there and write your gratitude list with your glass of water and that's the three things you've just completed in the one moment, yeah? And the next ritual then we move to is movement. And I don't want to overcomplicate this for you because I know how difficult it can be to go, oh, I fit in like a 30-minute workout. That's not what I'm talking about. I want you to just do something intentional, some sort of movement, okay? As simple as a stretch when you wake up. Or maybe you'll do some squats as the kettle's boiling. Maybe you've got the energy to go on a morning walk. Check in again, your self-connection. Check in where your energy is at and decide each day, what movement you will focus on so we'll bring it back to our day 24 example yeah we are outside we're on the picnic blanket our little one is enjoying themselves playing with the grass you've written out your gratitude list and your affirmations for the day you're having a sip of water you're getting the sunshine and and the fresh air and you go you know i'm feeling really good right now i might stand up and put my arms above my head give myself a nice big stretch Give yourself a nice cuddle. Just moving your body intentionally, okay? And our last ritual to focus on is taking your herbs and supplements or medications, if that's what you need in that season of your life. I've been there too. Just as long as your herbs and supplements are specific to you that you actually need to be taking and preferably prescribed by a naturopath, not just something that your friend or family member has suggested because they saw it on Facebook group, right? And I make this a ritual because so often people can say that, you know, natural medicine, herbs, supplements, they don't work. But, like, are you taking them? Did you take them long enough? Some things can work quickly. You know, I can take a shot of passion flower um, and anxiety disappears immediately, right? That feeling in my stomach, the butterflies, the churning can be gone, with five mils of a herb, right? But some other things, they need a bit of time to work their magic. So you've got to stay the course and you've got to do the work. So if you're currently taking them, make sure that they are on your list and let's bring it back to our example. You finish outside or before you went outside, you have taken your supplements, yeah? It can be so simple. So that's my five daily rituals that are really going to help get you to feel like yourself again, that you can really easily implement into your life.
and as I've just shown you, you can have most of them done by the morning by making sure you're still staying hydrated through the day. Let's not just have one glass of water and we're done, right? Keeping it up, having it, having a water bottle with you always. So postpartum depression, it can be debilitating, but you don't have to do it alone. And again, I urge you, please, please, please go see your GP, speak with your partner, your family, so you can feel supported. Holistic health is all encompassing these things and you know, you don't have to do it alone. You can ask for help. You can ask for support. And that's just the biggest lesson for myself is I felt like I had to do it alone. I felt like I had to be perfect and this super mum. But when you allow yourself in motherhood, especially to be vulnerable, it can transform everything. It brings back this softness that you probably haven't felt since before you had kids because, like, let's face it, like, you're on a, we've got routines, we've got this, we've got that. Like, you feel like you're under the pump all the time. Be vulnerable, soften, ask for help. You can do it. You can take those first steps. So I'm going to leave a bunch of resources in the show notes and on the blog for you today that can help you i will also leave a link to my free guide selfless self-care this is for you it's to take you through my three-step process to help you come up with your own rituals right things that make you feel really good that are going to bring back the joy into your life especially if you're feeling that you've got nothing to look forward to and nothing makes you laugh anymore like this workbook is going to take you through some processes some prompts an activity so you can feel the joy again and when you feel differently the family feels differently your children show up differently the magic will unfold so that is all for today i look forward to next week and i hope that you will be back then